Well, as Easter weekend begins, so we continue our cycle of plays by Dorothy L. Sayers now, charting the life and times of Jesus Christ and first broadcast in 1975. In part five, Jesus renames Simon and stirs anger. Poor Crazy Esther. Crazy Esther? And you cured her, Philip? Oh, but how marvellous. Oh, I wish I'd seen that. I thought she was quite incurable. Mm, So did everybody. But how did you do it? I don't know. I mean, I didn't do it. What? Jesus, our master, did it. Philip was only God's instrument, as we all are. I suppose it was God. I, I know it was Jesus. Oh, but do tell me about it. The, the parents brought the poor creature along and said, would we please cure her? Yes. Just like that. She looked awfully mad and miserable, and I was dreadfully sorry for them. But I hadn't an idea what to do. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jesus had given us authority to heal people, but somehow I'd, I'd never thought of me doing it. I sort of imagined uh, Judas doing it and me looking on. Yeah, well, it's... I did try to catch your eye, Judas, but you were busy answering questions that didn't notice. <laughs> we were all busy. The parents stood and looked at me as if they expected something to happen, and I just felt an utter fool. Still, I thought I must do something. Yes. So I I said a bit of a prayer and laid my hands on the woman. The minute I touched her, she went off into a kind of fit and started to struggle and shout, so I I grabbed her by the shoulders. Those maniacs have the strength of ten men. Hers was a very powerful devil. I'm pretty hefty, but it was all I could do to hold on to her. I'm no good at this, I thought, and then it passed through my head, not in my own power. And I called out, in the name of Jesus Messiah, And all at once, I felt hands close over my hands, pressing them down like iron. I never dreamed that hands could be so strong. They held me, and they held the woman. I felt her shoulder bones under my fingers. And then I realized that 
The hands were my hands. I was exerting that tremendous grip. The poor girl yelled and writhed and bit me. And I suddenly heard myself speaking loud and quick like somebody giving an order. But it wasn't my voice at all. And I, I don't even know what I said. You said, devil, be quiet and come out of her. <laughs> you startled me. You spoke so like the master. It wasn't my voice. It was his. When Philip spoke, the woman stopped struggling. She stood quite still and began to cry. Then she suddenly seemed to realize that there was a crowd of people staring at her and she said, Oh, mother, what's happened? Please take me away. She was quite gentle and as sane as you or I. Oh, but how amazing. You must have felt proud of yourself. Oh, I felt absolutely done. My knees shook and the sweat poured off me and every bone in me ached like fury, as if all my inside had been sucked out. Oh, oh Judas was marvellous. He got between me and the crowd and preached a splendid sermon while I <laughs> sat on the ground and sorted myself out. Yeah. Judas, when the master heals people, do you think he feels like this? No, he could scarcely heal 20 and 30 in a day if he did. His power is native to him. But it costs him something all the same. Remember that time at Tiberius? Ah, yes. We were pushing through a terrific crowd when he stopped dead and asked, Who touched me? Simon Bargione, you know, his funny, rough, familiar way. Simon said, Come, master, we're being squashed to death in this mob and you want to know who touched you? But Jesus insisted. Somebody caught hold of me. And it turned out that a poor sick creature had snatched at the hem of his garment and been healed. When we asked him how he knew, he said, I felt power go out of me. I didn't know what he meant then, but I know now, all right. Yes. But it's not quite the same. He felt the power go. I felt it come and go. I wish I knew what to make of it. Well, it'll probably come easier to you next time. Yes, I'll, I'll be expecting it. I'll just keep quiet and let it happen. So that it only has to come through and not to push through, if you see what I mean. I should think it was me being so frightened that made it difficult, shouldn't you? Very likely. But look here, wouldn't it be a good idea to take things quietly now? You're getting all worked up. You've had a terrific experience. You mustn't exhaust yourself or you won't be fit for anything tomorrow. It's taken a lot out of you, you know. You mean it's time I went to bed? Yes. I expect you're right. I'm awfully tired. Good night, everybody, and good night. thank you very much for asking us to stay and being so kind to us. You're very welcome. Wife, show our guest to his room. Yes. This way, Philip. Good night, Philip. I'll be up in half an hour, and I want to find you asleep. Good night, Judas. Good night. Well, Judas is correct. Now that your young medical worker has gone to bed, uh, you think the time has come for a little political discussion, hmm? I thought you were waiting for something like that. You did recognize me, then. I wasn't sure. Oh, yes, you're Baruch the Zealot. We met last... Uh, oh, 12 months ago when John the Baptist was baptizing at the Lower Ford. Hmm? You wanted to know whether he was ready to preach revolution and whether, if he did... Whether, if he did, we zealots could count on your enthusiasm, Judas. At that time, you were zealous in the cause. I've been hoping to meet you again, and when I saw you and Philip this morning, I... They seem to recognize the finger of God. It's safe enough to recognize the finger of God in any event. It's harder to be sure which way it's pointing. I told you then, I couldn't answer for John the Baptist's intentions. John the Baptist is dead. This man Jesus seems to be a very different proposition. Very different. Tell me, 
Frankly, what is he? According to the people, the Messiah of Israel. And according to you? According to me, the Messiah of Israel, if Israel knows her own salvation. Very well, let us agree that he is the Messiah of Israel. But what sort of man is Israel's Messiah? Politician? Madman? Inspired prophet? Religious genius? How does one handle Jesus of Nazareth? He's not the sort to be handled by anybody. Oh, tush, man. Everybody has a weak point somewhere. Let's stop fencing with words and put the cards on the table. The man has power, that's a certainty. But unless someone handles his business for him, he'll come to a worse end than John the Baptist. The priests and the Pharisees haven't confound their lickspittle time-swaying hypocrisy. Well, break him like a straw. If he does anything to make trouble with Rome, they're only waiting for the first little slip. One word of rebellion, one hint of national movement, one demonstration against the emperor in Rome, and crack! Down comes the trap. Church and state, join hands to put an end to Israel's Messiah. And then what becomes of your salvation? There is no salvation for Israel, unless... Unless, unless, I've heard that word so often. No salvation unless. You know what I say to that? Well, go on, say it. Unless when the moment comes, there's a popular rising, well-timed, with an organization, an armed force behind it. That means our force and our organization. But what do you propose to... My party is ready, as you know. All we zealots need is a figurehead, a leader, a spellbinder, to fire the imagination of the masses and make them march behind our party. Brains aren't enough. You've got to appeal to the emotions. Stir these peasants out of their slave mentality and give them something to fight and die for. To die for? Yes, that's the right word, Baruch. I once thought, as you do, that Israel should ride the royal way to triumph. But now, I think we were wrong. Since I've sat at the feet of Jesus, I know why John came preaching repentance. The way to salvation is through suffering and death. But I agree with you there, Judas. The people must learn to dare and suffer. Yes, Baruch. Israel must pass through the fire, and judgment must burn away her iniquity. This is the meaning of the gospel of Jesus, that all must be endured, and the cup of humiliation drunk to the very dregs. That is a gospel of good news indeed. Is this the doctrine of your Messiah? You don't understand. Nobody understands him. On the day that he chose out twelve of us to be his close companions, he led us up into a mountain, away from all the people. He prayed there all night, and in the morning he called us about him and spoke to us. The mists were not yet off the hilltops. It was cool, with a little breeze. And so quiet, there was a spring bubbling out of the rock, and he sat beside it, and the rising sun was on his face. If only I could make you see him. If only you could hear his voice, as we heard it then, speaking about happiness and the blessed kingdom of God. Listen to me. I can hear it now. Listen. It will be in my ears till I die. I will tell you who are the happy people whom God has blessed. Happy are the poor, 
for nothing stands between them and the kingdom. Happy are the sorrowful, for their souls are made strong through suffering. Happy are the humble, for they receive the whole world as a gift. Happy are they who establish peace, for they share God's very nature. And think yourselves happy when people hate and shun you for the Son of Man's sake. When that happens to you, you may laugh and dance with joy. For all true prophets are persecuted, and God will be your reward. But think yourselves unhappy when you are popular and applauded by all, for only false prophets are popular. You are the light of the world. Stand up then and shine, that men may see your well-doing and give glory to your Father in heaven. And so he laid our burden upon us, sorrow and humility and torment and shame and poverty and peace of heart. And we were filled with a strange happiness. Then he blessed us and we bathed our faces in the running stream and so came down from the mountain. You make me feel as though I had been there. Well, if I ever doubted the man's power, I doubt it no longer. He's done something to you, Judas, that I wouldn't have believed possible. I only hope for your sake that Jesus will give heed to his own sermons. What do you mean, Baruch? Only false prophets are popular, he said. If there's a popular man in Judea today, I should say it was Jesus of Nazareth. It needs very great integrity to stand being made the idol of the people. I have no fear for him. He's incorruptible. So you think, and so he thinks, no doubt. But we've seen many prophets of late. They start well, then they get a following, and success goes to their head. You don't know Jesus. He's a man. Every man has his pride or his pet vanity. Just now it's all holy poverty in the world well lost. But on the day you see Jesus Carpenter ride into Jerusalem with palms waving and people yelling, Hosanna! Remember, I told you so. If I thought you were right, I'd kill him with my own hands while he was still uncorrupted. Nonsense, nonsense. These madmen of genius are made for us to use. Let him have the Hosannas, but let's see to it that while the going's good, there's an army to march in. That's not the right way. I tell you, I'll have nothing to do with it. Now, there's no hurry. Think it over. But I tell you... Sleep I... on it. Ah, here's my wife. My dear, you're just in time to bid good night to Judas. Oh, good night, Judas. May God's angels watch over you. Good night. Oh, go quietly. I think your friend is asleep. Good night, Baruch. I shall not change my mind. Good night. Well, and what do you think of that pair? Oh, the boy is charming. <laughs> An honest simpleton. And Judas? I think he's jealous of his friend without knowing it. I shouldn't wonder. Judas is a clever fool. I know how to use him if we want to get rid of Jesus. 
Baruch must Jesus be got rid of. Such power as his must surely be of God. So is the power of fire. But it has to be harnessed. This Jesus might set the world ablaze. What a tool. What a tool he'd be in the right hands. A hammer against Caiaphas. A sword in the heart of Caesar. If only we could get hold of him. But I have a horrible feeling. Yes? That he may be incorruptible after all. When the twelve apostles had returned from their travels, they told Jesus all that they had done and what they had taught. And the multitudes thronged about them, and there was so much coming and going that they had no leisure so much as to eat. There's a mother outside dead with a sick child. Where's Philip? Worn out and asleep. Hey, Philip, wake up. No, no, don't wake him, Judas. I can manage. James. Yes, Andrew, what is it? There's a deputation of elders asking to see the master. Oh, tell them they must wait, Andrew. The master's gone down to the village to a fever-stricken family. Oh, all right. I'll tell them. Can somebody come at once to a dying child? John, John, can you help? Yes, yes, James, I'm coming. Coming... Keep the crowd back from the door. Keep back, everybody. Keep, keep back. Let him have some room. These men outside ask him to see the master. They say Matthew will do. Oh. All right, Roger. Uh, Coming in half a minute. Yeah, yeah, let, let me go. You've had nothing to oh, eat. Oh, no, that's all right, Simon. I know who they are. All right, then. What's all the trouble about? Yes. John back again. Oh, look. Let me sit down. What's the matter, John? Oh, nothing. But I'm so tired. Look here, Andrew. We can't go no. on like this. It's more than flesh and blood can stand. We can't eat. We can't sleep. But how can we turn all these poor folk away? Jesus refuses nobody. I, I don't know what he's made of. He can go on and on. He drives us too hard. He drives himself harder. John! John, your brother wants you again. Huh? John can't go. Oh, yes, yes, I can. John, you must spare yourself. No, there's too much misery in the world. Too much. Yeah. Listen, the master has come back. Mother, give me the child. Daughter, you are healed. Open your eyes, so you shall see. Ah, fishes of men, you have toiled hard today. The nets have been full, to breaking point perhaps. Oh, my poor children. John, you look ready to drop. Give me uh, your hand. Oh, master. I see I must finish up by healing my own disciples. Andrew has a headache, I fancy. Yes. Philip seems to have given up altogether. He's fast asleep. James doesn't seem too happy either. No. Simon? Yes, Master. Something about you tells me that you've been grumbling. Master, I did grumble, and I'm very sorry. Well, now, listen. I don't want to drive you too hard, Simon. 
We'll go right away by ourselves into a quiet place up in the hills and rest. Put something to eat in your baskets and somebody wake up, Philip. We'll take a boat and go across the Lake of Galilee to Bethsaida and spend the night in the mountains. And the Lord God of Israel shall give rest unto his people. So they departed into a desert place by ship privately. But the people saw them departing and recognized Jesus, and they ran after him. And when Jesus came out next day from the place where they had been resting, he saw the crowds and was sorry for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. It's getting on towards evening and the people have got nothing to eat. But the children are crying. We don't know what to do with them. And we better tell people to go away and buy some food. There's no need for them to go. Give them some of your own food. Oh, but that's ridiculous. We haven't enough for all this crowd. Well, there must be three or four thousand of them. Near a five thousand, if you ask me. Well, how much food have you got? Philip, go and see. A master, I've been to see and there's scarcely anything left. Look, in this basket. We've got... Five barley loaves and two dried fish. Rather small ones. <laughs> What's the good of them among all this lot? <laughs> well, we must do the best and trust to God. Tell the people to sit down over there on that smooth slope of green grass. Now, what's the matter now, Philip? It seems a bit silly, that's all. Just as you like, of yeah, course. Come on, Philip. Why don't you do as he says? Well, I don't like looking a fool. What's the matter with you look like? Come on, let's get on with it. What are we to say to them, friends? Better put a bold face on it, Andrew. Now, you people, the rabbi knows that you've come a long way and you must be tired and hungry. We uh, didn't expect such a large party. I can't invite you to a banquet. Only some bread and, and some fish. Our master makes you welcome to what we've got. Now, can you all please sit down over there? Over there. are ready. Shall we serve them now? Master, will you bless the bread? Father of all goodness, we thank thee for thy gifts. Blessed be this bread and meat unto our bodies as thy word to our souls. Amen. 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 Take the food and distribute it to the people, that everyone may eat and be filled. And they did all eat and were filled.
they took up of the fragments that remained 12 baskets full. What shall we do now, Master? Go down quickly to the lakeside. See that you get there before they do. Take the only boat and row across the lake. I'll slip away from them and join you later. Take off that blue head shawl you're wearing, Master. It marks you out. Give it to me. Yes, you put it on, James. They'll think you're the Master. You're about his height. Now, this way. This way. Getting rid of the people, or of us. They may be making him king now. What? Without us? He wouldn't let us down like that. If there are any crowns going, we shall be there. I don't think Jesus wants to be made a king. Not that sort of a king, anyway. No. Well, he was rather asking for it, wasn't he? All those people. And a miracle like that? What did he expect? The people don't understand. Do any of us understand? When I held the bread in my hands, so little of it and yet enough and to spare for all that multitude, it was as though I had touched the very source of all life. As though... John, don't dream. Keep ahead to the waves. What about Tommy? Not more than... Three miles out with this wind. Put your backs into it. It's a filthy night. Look out. There's a squall coming. We've shipped a lot of water. I don't like this. Give me the dry land every time. Come on, Matthew. Here, take this bowl and start bailing. Start bailing? Me? Oh, well, they can only die once. Uh, they that go down to the sea in ships see the wonders of the Lord. Uh, I don't think uh, it's all very well for you chaps. You're used to it. Hey, hey look. Look there. What? What, what is it? There, 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 there. Look, look, look. Something coming along. Walking on the tops of the waves. Nonsense. I can't see anything. Wait, wait, wait for the moon. Ghost of a drowned man. How fast it comes. It's catching us up. No, for your lives. No, no, no. God forgive me. God forgive me. I've been a great sinner. If only the master were here. Speak to it, somebody. In the name of God, what are you? Who's there? I am. Uh, 
it answered. It spoke the great name of God. Don't be afraid. It is I. It is the Master. The Master. master. Is it really you, Lord? Don't go. Wait for me. Come then, Simon. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm coming. Look, yeah, Simon. Simon. What are you about to do? Stay in the boat. Let me go. Hold up. Touch him, somebody. He's gone. He's... He's walking on the water. The waves bear him up. His eyes are on the master. Great and merciful God. He's looking back to us. He's waving to us. Oh, oh, he's gone under. Help, Help. Oh. Hold on, Simon. I am here. I've got you. Why did you lose your faith all of a sudden? Oh, I was afraid. Wind, right. I look back. You were all right till you stopped to think about yourself. Into the boat with you. Why, why, why? careful. Oh, oh. Well, children, is there room in the boat for me? Of course. Shift over, Matthew. What do you mean, shift over? Oh, oh yes, 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 of course. You're not afraid of me now, Matthew, are you? Master, when you're here, we're afraid of nothing. Dear Master. Well, James? This storm, the waves are beating into the boat and the boat is filling and of that we are afraid. Peace! Be still! Why were you so fearful? Had you so little faith? The storm is over. Yes. Row on now, for we are nearly at the land. And the people on the other side of the lake, who had seen the disciples go away in the only boat, searched everywhere for Jesus. But when they found he was not there, they too crossed the lake the day following and went to look for him in Capernaum. And they found him teaching near the synagogue. How did you manage to get over here? There wasn't another boat on that side. Does it matter how I got here? Not at all, not at all, but... Uh... Yes, we felt sure you performed another of your most holy and blessed miracles. I don't think you came to look for me because of the miracles. You came because you ate the loaves and fishes and expected favours to come. How hard you work for earthly food, which is consumed and perishes. Work to win the food which builds up body and soul to everlasting life. Yes, but how? By trusting in the Son of Man, who comes to you by God's authority. Who do you mean? Yourself? But where is your authority? Show us a sign, so that we may know for certain who you are. Or do you mean that the loaves and the fishes were a sign, but they didn't come from heaven, they came out of a basket? Indeed and indeed, I tell you. 
My Father gives the true bread from heaven. For he that comes to you from heaven is the bread of God that gives life to the world. Then give us that bread so that we shall never be hungry again. I am the bread of life. The man who comes to me shall never know hunger, and he that believes in me shall never thirst again. I have come to do the will of my Father, and it is this, that he who believes in me shall have everlasting life, and I will raise him up from death at the last day. What does the man mean? How can he be the bread from heaven? Raise us from the dead at the last day. What's he talking about? Who is this man anyway? Of course we know all about him and where he comes from. We know his people. He's the son of Mary and Joseph ben Heli. Oh, yes. You are talking this nonsense about coming down from heaven. It is nonsense. You need to whisper among yourselves like that. I tell you again. I am the bread of life. <gasps> Eat of that bread that comes down from heaven and you shall live and not die. The bread I shall give you is my very flesh that is given for the life of the world. This is madness. How can a man give us his flesh to eat? I don't know what he's talking about. Indeed and indeed I tell you. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. This is blasphemy of words. By the law, it takes blood. I call it very heathenish talk. That's an idolater. He's raving. Come away. I have nothing to do with him. Certainly not. I only came out of curiosity. I don't think this sort of thing ought to be allowed to go on. Master, they're not taking this at all well. I'm afraid you're right, Andrew. You'll lose your following if you say such extraordinary things. I must say it's very hard to understand. Can you make it out, Judas? I've seen a great danger come and go. But whether he's preaching God's kingdom or merely preaching himself... At any rate, Judas, it doesn't look like being a popular doctrine. Oh, master, The I... crowd is drifting away. Comfort yourself with the reflection that they are not likely to crown me king today. No, but you've challenged them. So far, so good. Master, when you said you would give your body for the life of the world, what did you really mean? I'll tell you, John. Philip. Yes, Master. Are you still in difficulties? I am, Master. Is it because I spoke of coming down from heaven? Or is it the words about the flesh that you find so hard? Yes, that's it. Without the spirit, the flesh is nothing. For it is the spirit that gives life to the flesh. The words I speak to you are spirit and life. But some of you don't trust me. Oh, we do. Oh, yes, yes we trust you all right, Master. But, well, you've given offence to a good many people. Some of them have gone and they won't come back. True enough, Matthew. And how about you, my children? Do you too want to go away? No. 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 Lord, to whom could we go? You have the words of eternal life. You think so, Simon? I do. Tell me, all those people, who do they say that I am? Well, well they, some of them say you're John the Baptist come again. Some think you are Elijah or one of the other great prophets. Yes, but who do you say that I am? You are our rabbi, our master, our teacher. You are the Christ of Israel. You are the son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon Marjola, for you did not say that of yourself. That word was not spoken by flesh and blood. It was God that spoke by your mouth. I don't know why I said it. It just came to me. I told you once that I would give you a new name. Now you have earned it. You shall no longer be called Simon, but Peter, which means the rock. Peter. You are Peter, and upon that rock I will build my church, 
and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You shall bind men to God, and that bond shall hold fast in heaven. You shall set men free on earth to walk in the liberty of heaven. But tell nobody what you have said, not even that I am the Christ, for the enemy is strong and the way hard. And I think indeed that I must go through sorrow and shame and tread the sharp road to the gallows to win my people back to life from the power of the grave. What do you mean, Master? The gallows? How can you say such things? It can't happen. It shan't happen. Master, put that horrible idea out of your mind. Simon! Are you tempting me? Is this the old fight with the devil all over again? Stand out of my sight, Satan! For your speech is no longer of God, but of men. Master, if I... any man wants to follow me, he must walk the way of suffering with me. If he clings to life, he will lose it. But if he is ready to lose his life, he will save it. Indeed and indeed, I tell you, there are some of you standing here that shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God come with power. John, come and pray with me. I need your faith. Yes, Lord. Only you must teach me what to pray for. Heaven forgive me, what have I done? He called me Peter. He called me Satan. I, I don't know where I am. What's happened to everything? It was all so wonderful. And now it's, it's all going wrong. Do you understand it, Judas? Yes, I understand. But does any one of you? Do you, James? No. But my brother John, I think, understands. And one day he will write of what he knows. This is the testimony of John, the beloved disciple. In the beginning was the word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. Bread of Heaven was the fifth of a cycle of plays on the life of Jesus Christ, the man born to be king. Today's play you heard Gabriel Wolfe, John Westbrook, Francis de Wolfe, Vivian Chatterton, and Alan Wheatley, with Rolf Lefever, John Glenn, John Boxer, Stephen Jack, Nigel Stock, John Wise, Malcolm Hayes, and Howison Culfe. 
The Man Born to be King by Dorothy L. Sayers was dramatised and produced by Raymond Rakes. And on Easter Monday, you can hear the sixth play in the series, The Feast of Tabernacles.